coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are coming to you live from the International Builders Show in Orlando, Florida. Hundreds of thousands of pros from all over the world have converged here. And we've been sort of taking it all in. It's a really amazing experience. Now, this event is not open to the public, but Leslie and I are fortunate enough to be your eyes and ears to bring you all the excitement of what's new in the building industry. Yeah, and it's really exciting. There's some really cool new stuff to see, including the amazing homes here in the Show Village, which is where we are broadcasting from, right here on the front porch of the high-tech home today. And it's courtesy of our friends at Owens Corning. And it's got everything you think of when you think super high-tech. And we're going to have all the juicy details for you in just a few minutes. What a pleasure to be broadcasting from a porch. Yeah, except it's freezing. <laughs> Who did Florida would be so icy cold? We'll also ahead this hour find out how to enhance your home's curb appeal by playing up the design elements of your roof. And you'll learn more about a question we often get asked on the show, and that's radiant floor heating. Keep your tootsies warm. Let's talk about heat today because it's a chilly day here (laughs) in Orlando, Florida. And we want to give a huge thank you to our friends at Owens Corning who have made this very special Money Pit broadcast possible today. All right. Well, let's get started right into the hearty juice of the matter. We've got our first guest, James Skeeter Seckford, who is the builder of the high-tech home that we are broadcasting from right now. And he is a 24-year veteran in the modular housing business, which we get a lot of questions about, and is the vice president builder sales for Nationwide Custom Homes. For the past four years, Skeeter has headed up the Nationwide's participation in the Professional Builder Show Village project. Skeeter, welcome to the program. Thank you so very much. It's I, such an honor to be here. And i got to tell you, this is an amazing accomplishment. We, we should explain for our audience that we are actually in the parking lot of the Orlando of the Convention, Convention Center. Center. And uh, Skeeter, you have actually constructed an entire house Right here, and not, and you're a part of actually a set of three when houses can I move in? that are going on. <laughs> right, ready right to in move in there. It's a, it's a really amazing house, and you call this the high-tech home. That's correct. All right, so what's high-tech about it? Well, we've got a lot of neat features in the home, starting from the wiring system, smart wiring system. The entire house is uh, centrally wired. It can be controlled by a master computer and touch screens. Oh, interesting. Does we, that include lighting or just sort of entertainment features? Uh, both. Uh, there's two different... Um, representations here we have it both in lighting and uh which is by light touch and all the system is controlled through a central uh database and you can set your lights up for dimming at night for the children going to bed or vacation lights to come on and off for security reasons and just really energy control and then Siemens has controlled uh entertainment and information throughout the house also so it's sort of one central brain for the Absolutely. entire house that, that, is, that is very, very it's cool. It's very high-tech. Now, is that something, I mean, this is a brand spanking new home, so obviously it was easy to put all of these systems in. But if you're an existing homeowner and this idea sounds cool, is that something that can be sort of retrofitted to an existing home? I think it home? can, sure. A little bit more challenges in remodeling, but certainly it can be retrofitted. Absolutely. Now, do you think moving into the future that we're going to see this, these types of systems become more standardized in homes across yes. the country? Yes. Yes. Because I think the, the, uh, the young people growing up today, the home buyers today, are, are very much into technology, mm-hmm. much more so than, than my generation. <laughs> and they're expecting it. They the don't want anything this, less. The biggest that, the highest powered this thing. Absolutely. Yep. So the consumer will demand and the builder will deliver. Absolutely. We have to. Let's talk about some of the other elements. Uh, you have uh, some, besides the smart wiring, you've got an insulation system here that's very unique called Quiet Zone. Talk to me about that. Absolutely. We've uh, enclosed our home theater room in Quiet Zone insulation. And that provides additional uh, soundproofing. So, you know, the, the kids can be in enjoying a good movie with surround sound and it doesn't affect the rest of the home. And is that on all six walls, floor, ceiling, yes. all surfaces? Completely. Mm-hmm. And that's an Owens Corning product. That is, yes. They were a great, great group to work with. 
what about the windows and the doors? Or anything? Is there anything special or unusual? Well, about we've the, uh, the this is structural our, components. This is our uh, second year working with Pella, and they're just tremendous people to work with. Great, great products. Uh, high energy efficient windows. Very, very decorative designs. Some innovative uh, screening that goes in mm -hmm. it. It's really, it's really neat. super see through. Which it is. is very yeah, nice. absolutely. Um, now, I understand some of the siding features, in addition to the Owens Corning cultured stone, there's a new siding material that's almost a composite, but super high-tech. First time it's been introduced to the public. So this is uh, the total introduction of microposite siding. Mm -hmm. Microposite. Microposite. Uh, we've had the opportunity to work with the guys this past week, and they've installed all the siding here, and it's fantastic. We were just so thrilled to have it on our home. Looking forward uh, to it being introduced to the public later this year. It's great siding. It's gorgeous fantastic. stuff. I mean, it looks just like wood. It's got a finish it on it. Lovely. Easy to work is it with. Is Super. Is it pre-finished, or did you all paint that? Uh, uh, we, well, they pre-finished it for the show, but uh, we painted it a little bit here also. How yep. about maintenance? Any sort of need to repaint after a certain amount of time, or do you find that the product just holds the paint a lot better? Our anticipation is it's going to hold the paint very well, but you well, know, anytime you paint something, you're going to have to paint it sometime. <laughs> this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. We are broadcasting from the International Builder Show today in Orlando, Florida. We're talking to James Skeeter Siegford, who is the builder of the high-tech home. And I understand that you also have a gourmet kitchen. So because just because this home is high-tech, uh, you have not cut back on the luxury at all. Oh, no, not at all. We've got some unique features in the uh, in the kitchen this year with Electrolux, Electrolux appliances. We have a 48 inch dual fuel uh, gourmet high-tech uh, range that is just gorgeous to look at it just makes you want to go in and start cooking do you think it's intimidating to a potential homeowner that the kitchen is so high-tech or does it make them sort of aspire to be the chef of their dreams i think it makes them aspire to be a chef of their dreams so many people watch cooking shows today and they're just excited about it it's just a, a great opportunity to go in and entertain it's a Tremendous entertainment center now. Or as Jackie Gleason would say, chef of the future. There you go. <laughs> James Skeeter Siegford, thanks so much for uh, for having us here on the porch of the high-tech home. It's a real pleasure to be able to see you the technology that you put in this place. It's, it's beautiful. And uh, you were telling us before that this entire house is going to be disassembled and moved off of this parking lot as soon as this trade show closes? We have three days, and we'll have her down and moved off. Wow, amazing. <laughs> I bet it's kind of cathartic. You feel really good after all of everything you put into it to just make it go away. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of sad to see it come down, but uh, it's been a great experience, and uh, we've, we're very fortunate to work with the uh, professional builder and, and work with you guys, and it's, it's just a tremendous experience. Well, it's our pleasure to be yeah, here. Seriously. Skeeter, thanks so much for Thank stopping you. by the Money Pit. Thank you. Stay warm. All right, you're listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com, and we are coming to you direct from the 2008 International Builder Show. Well, up next, your roof is always there, and you rarely even give it a second thought, but here's something you don't often think of. When it comes to curb appeal, your roof actually makes up half of what you see, so why not play that up? Up next, we're going to talk about some design elements to dress up your roof. The Money Pit is brought to you by Thermatru, the nation's leading manufacturer of fiberglass entry and patio door systems. Choose the brand more building professionals prefer and add up to $24,000 to the perceived value of your home. For more information, visit Thermatru.com. 
Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are broadcasting a special edition of the Money Pit Radio Show today from the International Builder Show in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, it is super huge. Everything is giant here. It's nearly <laughs> a million square feet of show floor highlighting the latest and greatest and newest innovations in home construction. And since it's not open to the public, sorry, you're going to have to experience it through us. Well, we're broadcasting from a very special house called the High Tech House, built smack dab in the middle of what is known as Show Village, formerly known as the parking lot, the West Parking Lot of the Orlando <laughs> Convention Center. It's really amazing they put this entire house up here from floorboards to shingles. The technology behind this home is amazing. And one of the fantastic companies that helped build this home is right here with us now. It's Owens Corning. Joining us to talk about some of the innovative products they've contributed to this project is Sue Burkett, the marketing manager for Roofing. Welcome, Sue. Good morning. Thanks so much for having us. I know we keep talking about curb appeal and curb appeal being so important in, you know, especially this real estate market. But as a homeowner, you know, but when I think curb appeal, I usually picture doors and paint and fencing, you know, plantings, but not the roof. And you guys say that a roof really can boost a home's curb appeal. Absolutely. If you think about about how much space a roof takes up in the face of a house. Mm -hmm. It can be 40 to 50% of what you see from the street. And it's this big blank canvas that you can really do something fun with, something really special with. So um, what we're showing here is a series of diamonds. They're very elegant. It's, it's just this really um, small splash of color that makes it look really different from the street. Do you find it's the homeowners or the builders that are sort of coming up with these savvy installation techniques or ideas that are sort of driving this new decorative trend in roofing, I guess? I think it's the, the consumer is asking for more. I mean, I think they want their house to reflect more of their personality. And instead of looking at just a big brown roof, they want just the littlest touches of whimsy or, or something that really reflects who they are. Now, besides looking very, very attractive, this particular roof is incredibly durable and, and, and something that uh, folks anywhere that face you know, issues of hurricanes and tornadoes weather and things, winds. weather winds. Um, this particular design of roof can really take it. Did I understand this correctly? 130 miles per hour? Absolutely. That's this, amazing. This is our duration premium shingle. It's a new shingle for us. It has a, a technology called Shurnail, and that Shurnail technology allows the uh, wind warranty to go up to 130 mile an hour winds. That's pretty amazing because so many people don't understand, you know, that it's the shingles that fail and then the underlayment. And so it's important, especially, you know, in this region of the country where we are in Florida, to have a really high-tech, high-durable roofing product. Absolutely. That should be the first thing that you look for in a shingle is its durability. I mean, when you think about the importance of a roof and what it protects inside of your house, mm -hmm. all your furniture, all your heirlooms, everything that your family has is in that house. So the number one thing is... A, a durable, high-performing shingle, but that doesn't mean you have to give up aesthetics. Mm -hmm. Your roof can also be beautiful, and that's what we're trying to show here at this Show Village House. We're talking to Sue Burkett. She's a market manager for roofing for Owens Corning. They've built the roof on this home. And, Sue, I, I see uh, in some of the notes that we were given about this product that um, this particular type of roof is something that actually it's what's old is new again. It was originally a design that was common in the East Coast uh, in the 19th century. Right. If you think about designs on a roof, 
Um, think about a Victorian house, mm-hmm. you know, with real slate. There are little florets or, or, or little designs. Think about homesteads, farms, and on the barns there's a family crest or there's the year that the homestead was established. So putting something on the roof, a design on the roof, is really not a new idea, but it's, it's gone out of favor, and, and we feel that we should bring that back. And i got to tell you, before I got on the radio, I spent 20 years as a home inspector, and this diamond pattern, whenever we saw these roofs, they seem to last so much longer than the other types of patterns. Is it the roof, overlay the process? Shingle, or? Just that it seems to lock together so much better, and it's just super, super durable roof. Hmm. Well, the duration series shingles, uh, there are two in that series, are very durable. And uh, the design, really, it, the, des- the uh, installer doesn't have to do anything different to put these on. That's the beauty of it. It's the same material, um, so the same durability they get with the basic shingle, they get with the, with the diamond or with, with whatever the pattern is. That's fantastic. Super Cat from Owens Corning. Great product. Thanks so much for filling us in about Thank it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. All right. We've got another guest jumping in here with us this morning. That's right. Another very important part of any home is, of course, the structure. And the manufacturers that make some of those components are getting smarter and smarter about how they do just that, including ways to engineer water resistance right into these components like the sheathing. Yeah, and with us to talk about just that is Jeff Key. He's a marketing communications manager for Georgia Pacific. Jeff, welcome to the Money Pit. Now, you guys have a new sheathing that actually has a pre-applied weather barrier. That seems to be like a huge time saver and a major benefit to the consumer. I wanted to talk a bit about that. Right. It is the the typical wall sheathing installation and, and how house wrap installation, uh, a framing crew will come in and put up the wall sheathing, and then there can be a lag time of several days up to even three to four weeks before a separate crew comes back in and installs the house wrap. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, Leslie's so very familiar. All right. All that time it's exposed. Yeah. Uh, wood and water just don't mix. And I, you know, it's, it, it's not a good thing. So you it gets try to, ugly. Right. You try to. You, you can't completely prevent water from from getting on wood in a in an outdoor construction setting. But we just do the best we can. So, what we are, are actually introducing at the show, it's a brand new product for us, is an OSB sheathing with a pre-applied weather-resistant barrier. So it really buys you a little bit more time as you're mm-hmm. constructing the house and ensures that it will be. Uh, structurally stable throughout right. the entire process. Exactly. Because so many times I've seen when, because, you know, scheduling changes and you get hit with bad weather, get sides of the house that just get exposed. I've seen builders have to go in and then tear off sheathing. Yeah, right. just because it right. totally warped. Because it's just warped and you didn't want to put siding over a warped sheathing. Right. Plus, for, from a builder's perspective, you don't have to wait for a separate crew to come in to install the house wrap mm-hmm. and you, you don't have to deal with a separate subcontractor. Your framers install it just like regular wall sheathing. Cuts the same, everything? Yeah, cuts the same. Don't have to treat the edge as you put a fresh edge on something? No treated edges. It's just like an OSB wall sheathing. And I think one of the big trends we've been seeing throughout the entire show is, you know, obviously saving the builder a lot of time and energy, keeping his labor costs down, Mm -hmm. keeping his installation costs down, so that, you know, with the market the way it is, they can keep building more homes. Exactly. And and for the homeowner, you get that, that, that peace of mind that you've got that weather protection. And we also offer... Uh, a seam tape. If you leave the seams open, there's a chance for air intrusion and you lose some energy efficiency. So also during the installation process, we have what's called a polybutylene tape 
to tape the seams to increase the energy efficiency of the home. Does it seem to boost the R value in any way with this type of sheathing, or is it just... Less air, inf air infiltration? Just less air infiltration. That's right. great. Mm -hmm. Now, um, you also have some engineered lumber that's right. been, been, been used in, in homes for a long time, mm -hmm. uh, but you've got a new product that's called the XJ85. Sounds right. like, a, like a rocket car. <laughs> right. <or something. laughs> um, let's talk a bit about engineered lumber, because I mm -hmm. think that sometimes consumers are skittish about the fact that you know, they just want to see a lot of wood. Right, mm -hmm. um, but engineered lumber really Especially is just for what it says. It's using as a joist. Right, yeah. it's it's designed to use actually less wood, therefore it's it's less resource intensive, mm -hmm. yet it still delivers the performance. So talk to me about that. Absolutely, uh, an eye joist, uh, which for the, for the people at home, that, that's what your subfloor, your plywood, like a or steel OSB. eye beam, mm -hmm. but right. made out of wood. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's much more resource efficient. It uses forty to fifty percent less uh, wood fiber than say a two by ten joist does. And there were a lot of perceptions early on. It's like how can that thing hold up hold up my floor, but it's a highly engineered product, and uh, it, it's been time-tested. I mean, it's been around for about 20 years. Now, because it's engineered, are you able to get longer spans than you might yes. from traditional wood? Yes, absolutely. One thing that I've noticed that's different um, that we actually get calls on and complaints on from time to time is... Uh, like is that Well, the bounce, that's mm -hmm. right. That sometimes because it is a long span, that although it's not... Uh, it's not unsafe in terms of mm -hmm. it's, it's more flexible. Right, right. Now, how do you protect against that flexibility? You don't, do you use traditional bridging? Uh, yes, yes. You, you can do. use that. And, and all of it depends on the builder's, uh, their preference as mm -hmm. far as the spacing of the joist, how solid he wants the floor to be. But you can space eye joist, wood eye joist a little further apart and get the same type of performance mm -hmm. as a two by 10. But the, the product we're introducing here, uh, the XJ85, actually comes with pre-cut holes. Okay. And what this allows you to do is, is the mechanicals, your electron, your your wiring, oh, your plumbing. Which is great because you, you don't have to worry about the plumber coming in and <laughs> cutting exactly, the beam in half exactly. or something like so that. Exactly. So you don't Kinda have a punch problem. It out. No, it's it's not a punch out. It's actually pre-cut when it shows up, and it's a it's a They've one of the most innovative. Look here. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the most innovative wood products I've seen, and I've I've been in the business for a while. Jeff so. Key from Georgia Pacific, thanks so much Great, for thank stopping you. by for having the me. Money Pit. Okay. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, broadcasting from the International Builder Show in Orlando, Florida. Thanks to the folks at Owens Corning. A big trend we're noticing here has been going green. That's right. Coming up on the program, we're going to talk about two ways you can go green right now. Money Pit! Pit is being brought to you by Owens Corning, a world leader in building materials and composite solutions. Learn more at owenscorning.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are coming to you from Show Village here at the 2008 International Builders Show in Orlando, Florida today. That's right. There are thousands of products under one roof, which is something pretty darn amazing to see and overwhelming, I have to add. And this is really an inside industry event that, unfortunately, you can't take part in. But we are here to be your eyes and ears. That's right. So let's get to it. Our next guest began a career in construction at 10 years old by getting trapped in an excavation basement on a new home site. Oh. <laughs> well, since then, he says he's become a bit savvier about construction, which means I guess you can always find yourself, find your way out of a hole these days. Well, usually. My, my mother doesn't have to come and rescue me anymore. But that was always the best. I remember being a kid and there was a new home going up on the right. block. It's like you would totally go to the excavated site. But all right, Paul's been with us um, many times before on the show, and after swinging a hammer for many years, he now directs the editorial vision for the Reed Residential Group, which comprises professional builder, professional 
National Remodeler, Custom Builder, Housing Giants, and the HousingZone.com network of websites. And from his position, he's got a great bird's eye view of residential construction and joins us to share his perspective. Welcome, Paul Deffenbaugh. Well, Hello. thank you very much for having me. Well, Paul, it's been a rocky year for the building industry, yeah. so let's have, talk about the elephant in the room right up. Well, we have faced our, our uh, challenges this mm -hmm. year, and uh, the home builders are struggling. You know, everybody's struggling Everybody a little is. bit right now. And uh, uh, the interesting thing about it is you come to the walk around the show floor, and it's amazing how positive people are. They're yes. engaged. Mm -hmm. They're uh, locked in. They're trying to find solutions, and uh, it, it's really surprising. Well, I think uh, you know, a market like this certainly um, thins out the herd, so to speak. So the folks that are here are the real professionals, are the real cream of the crop, and we're really talking about some really interesting trends. Now, considering the state of the industry, do you think that uh, there's a real benefit in terms of uh, this being a great opportunity to buy a house because prices is, are down, interest rates are lower? Yeah, this is a really good time to buy a house. It's, uh, it's the interest the rates are down. Yeah, it's tough to sell a house. So most of the people who are buying are moving from a rental unit to mm -hmm. a home unit but uh it's it's tough to sell a house but it's it's a good good time to buy a house the prices are right the interest rates are right and uh you know you have to live somewhere true why not make that decision at the right time <laughs> when it's really good for yeah. the buyer themselves yeah. now what about new builds are we seeing just new advances and new trends in construction technology or are things sort of the same old you know one of my favorite saying is when somebody says you know they don't build them like they used to i go thank god <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know because <laughs> homes built today are so much better than they used to be built and you look at these houses we have here at the professional builder show village the the modular houses are fabulous they're tight they're efficient they're easily made into green homes, and uh, we recently did a Best in American Living Award program, and our home of the year, this is a design contest, our right. home of the year was a modular home. It was a modular yeah, home. it's Which absolutely spectacular. And, you know, sometimes on the radio show, we get questions from people that ask, is a modular home you know, really built as well? And I say, better. it's built better. It's built because better. think about it, you can control all the conditions under which... The home can be constructed, and you don't have to worry about weather time or, or how tired the crew is that day or anything of that nature. It's basically factory controlled. It, it is. It's factory controlled. And, you know, the other thing that comes about it, people always thought of modular homes as having low slope roofs, looking a little bit like maybe a trailer or something. And you could walk around here and you see high design, beautiful homes, and just anything you can get on the market, modular can do now. How does the price sort of translate from a traditionally built home to a modular home? Are you paying more because of the technology and the advances in how it's built? It all works out about the same in the long end. Uh, I think you might have some savings on the modular side. Um, but it, a lot of that, it also depends on the land you're building on, and there are so mm -hmm. many other variables. Right. Now, um, we also have a green home that's constructed here in, in Show Village. Um, have we finally gotten to the point with green that consumers are demanding it enough and the builders are really prepared to deliver? Well, you know, I think, uh, let me take the second one first. I think the builders are prepared to deliver. Uh, a lot of the requirements for home building now are already green requirements. All mm -hmm. the caulking and the tightness of the envelope and all that stuff is well, supports the green energy agenda. Efficiency. Energy efficiency, indoor air quality, all of that stuff. So now we're starting to look at the sustainability of products and the sustainability of the building style over time. And the builders can do that now. We've been able to do that for 15, 20 years. And if there's consumer demand for it, they'll go for it. Um, it's a generally a little bit more expensive to build a green home. Mm -hmm. So there has to be a value, a payback there. Right. And that's the big stumbling block right now. Builders have to find a way to make a profit building it, mm -hmm. and the homeowners have to find a real value for having a green home. Well, you know, there's certainly a great return on investment uh, as well as having, uh, you know, a, a better impact on the environment. Uh, I think so. But, you know, I don't think anybody's made a lot of money by trying to do the right thing <laughs> just because <laughs> out of goodwill. But, but we're trying. Yeah, we, we I mean, are I think trying it's driven and, by wallet-saving yeah, initiative. Yeah. 
great. But hey, it all comes around. Paul Deffenbaum, editor of Professional Builder Magazine. Thanks so much for being with us today. Well, thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Well, we've noticed an increasing number of listeners who want to know about radiant floor heating. Our calls are up on the subject, and it really is a trend that is gaining supreme popularity. Up next, everything you ever wanted to know but were afraid to ask about <laughs> radiant heat from an expert in the field. You live in a money pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Broadcasting a very special edition of the program today from Orlando, Florida, and the International Builder Show. Leslie and I have been checking out thousands of products, over a million square feet. And I tell you, I'm, I had quite a Your workout. Your dogs are barking? I had a, quite a workout <laughs> yesterday. That's right. So we're here to tell you about some of the best of the best. And one of the trends that we've noticed both here at the Builder Show and among our listeners, you, is an increase in interest in Warm tootsies, yes. radiant floor heating. <laughs> Something I wish we had right now. You know, it's a great option for homeowners, but you might not know where to even start with your research on the subject of radiant heat. And our listeners have lots of questions, and we've got an expert here today to sort it all out and help you guys get the answers you're looking for. We've got Dale Stroud from Upanor. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We do get a lot of calls specifically about the installation process, the different types of radiant flooring available on the market. How do you sort of sort out what's the best for your situation and really what are the limits as to where you can put it and how? Actually, you can put it throughout the house. Uh, there's two types of radiant floor heating, water-based and electric. Okay. okay. We, we make water-based where there's warm water circulating okay. below the floor. And you can install that in the slab in the in, inside in the concrete itself you can install it above the floor below the flooring surface but above the subfloor or you can install it uh, uh, within the floor itself and that can go underneath any type of floor yes carpeting wood tile, tile anything yes now what happens if you're setting it in concrete and god forbid there's a need for a repair at some point how much of a disaster is that well the the tubing that's in the floor is a continuous loop. There's no connections or fittings in the concrete okay. itself. Okay. It's a continuous loop, and it really it, it should never... And, and the tubing never is also PEX. It's cross-linked polyethylene, correct? That's correct. So and that's durable. really durable stuff. Very I've durable. seen that demonstrated. I mean, you, you can't kill that stuff. No, it's very durable. Uh, you can heat it, you can bend it, and it's got what we call memory, so it always sort of snaps back. That's right. It comes back exactly where it was. Now, is this something that you tie in your radiant floor heating to the rest of the home's thermostat heating system, or do you always keep it on a separate control? You can do it either way. You can control it separately, or nowadays, companies like ourselves have come up with new control systems that tie the radiant floor heating in with the ventilation and the air conditioning mm -hmm. and the filtration systems. Is there a benefit systems. over one way over the other? No, it's really for the homeowner convenience and, and simpli simplifying the entire control process, so you don't have to set different controls with different for different systems. Is it ever a do-it-yourself project? It could be, but I wouldn't recommend it. Because <laughs> we get a lot of calls from folks who are saying, yeah, you know, do I want to try it myself. I think like most HVAC systems, it's really better for the professional installer to make sure you get it the way you need it and want it, mm -hmm. and, and you'll be pleased with the results. Are there certain rooms where you find that it's more beneficial to install? Like, I would love to have it in the bathroom. It's that's probably one of the more common places to put it is under hard flooring surface, such as tile, stone, and so forth. Also in basements, which 
in this region yeah. of the country, you mm -hmm. don't see many, but up in the north where I come from, most homes have basements. And putting it in a, in a basement, if you're, you're looking at a, a, probably the first option when building a house or, or remodeling a house, that's a very common place to install it. Now, Dale, can you retrofit with this? Yeah. You can. You yeah. can. There's ways by putting it, if you, for example, if it's a major retrofit, mm -hmm. if you have access to the joist bays, you can put it below the flooring surface in and the joist still bays. Oh, interesting. It'll radiate up. Okay. You, you insulate below it, or you can actually, there's ways you can install it above an existing floor surface. Yeah, I've seen that, like sort of in a track system. Exactly. Right. Excellent. Dale Stroud. But then you're losing some height to that room, correct? Yeah, just a little, a little bit, bit, right? Exactly. Right. Dale Stroud from Up and Or, thanks so much Thank you very for much. stopping by the Money Pit. I mean, it really does sound like such a wonderful concept, and our listeners, you guys out there, have been asking for it. So it's nice to know that you can supplement your heating, keep your tootsies warm, and really deliver some wonderful extra heating to the home situation and keep your energy bills down. You know, another way to cut heating costs is to make sure your home is not the victim of cold air infiltration. Yeah, and you can keep out the cold with an energy-efficient front entry, and they look darn good as well. We've got Sarah Tice with us here to talk about Thermatru's exterior door systems. Welcome. Hello. How are you guys doing? Great. You know, um, the exterior door uh, is something that we think of as being very functional, but the truth is it's really great for performance of the home, and it really adds to the curb appeal of the home. Absolutely. Yeah, in fact... Today, we're really focusing on green. I know it's a hot topic here mm -hmm. today at the Builder Show, and we're trying to figure out what green means. Yes. But there's certainly Everybody is. Yes, yes. So once you figure out, please let me know. But there's certainly some inherent uh, properties about fiberglass that make it green or environmentally friendly. First of all, energy efficiency. Mm -hmm. Thermature doors offer five times the insulating properties of a wood door. It's also very durable. Many of our door styles come with lifetime warranties. And we also and use recyclable to last a lifetime. <laughs> no, no, no matter what as you do. As much as you want to pretend. Yeah. Well, you can get tired of it. But then it's okay to change it for that reason, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you guys are also celebrating the uh, a very, very special anniversary. Absolutely. It's, it's hard to believe that fiberglass doors have been around 25 years. Really? Unbelievable. Thermature pioneered the category. And it just... It, People don't know about it probably because it looks so close to wood. And what's amazing <laughs> well, to me amazing. is that it does look so close to wood. And I have seen your doors up close and personal. I don't know if you remember this, but a few years ago, you had a group of us see your factory. Mm -hmm. And I remember all of the editors. These are experts in the field staring at this door and almost felt like they had to scratch it to try to figure out which was the wood door and which was the fiberglass door because the technology was so amazing. There really is no need to have the wood anymore. Exactly. Now, I know you're dealing with superb energy efficiency when you're dealing with a fiberglass door. What about durability, you know, specifically for where we are in the country, you're dealing with extreme weather, I mean, across the entire country, but, you know, because of what's going on with our weather system, you really need to be concerned about the durability of the door, you know, incidents of break-in, the glass. How do these doors sort of stand up to that? You're talking about security? Security, sure. weather resistancy as far as, you know, perhaps things puncturing through? Right. Well, actually, Thermatrue pioneered True Defense, mm -hmm. which we introduced last year, and that guards against air and water infiltration. It also comes with impact-rated glass. Right. And we also offer a multi-point lock, which engages the door jam at multiple points, mm -hmm. so it withstands up to 450 pounds of forced entry. And, and that is actually pretty cool, the multi-point lock, because it's almost like, um, I always think of it as being like a bank vault door. Yeah. Where the pins <laughs> shoot out the top and the bottom and then really lock it in place. Absolutely. And they're beautiful doors. Now, are they using, I mean, from a green standpoint, I know fiberglass as far as energy efficiency. What about the use of recycled products? How are they manufactured to sort of really be sustainable in that fact? We use recycled um, 
bottles, plastic bottles, wood chips, and diapers, and the composite wood rails. Diapers? Yes, really? diapers. Really? <laughs> you could really recycle crazy. so many things these days, and it's, it's great because it's better for the environment. Well, I have a baby on the way, so Save let me know diapers. where to send the diapers. All right, all right. I'll start you know, adding to my bank account. <laughs> very, very funny. Sarah Tice from Thermatree, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Thanks Pit. Thanks for having me. What a great day here in Orlando, Florida. We are broadcasting from the 2008 International Builder Show, over a million square feet of very cool home improvement products. And we're going to turn next to one of our pals in the industry, Tom Silva. All right, From this old house joins us right after this. Brought to you by Owens Corning, a world leader in building materials and composite solutions. Learn more at owenscorning.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And if you are a do-it-yourselfer, you have no doubt heard of This Old House. It's the very first makeover TV show, probably the first ever true reality show. That's right. And This Old House laid the groundwork for home improvement TV. I thank you very much for my job. <laughs> and the show is still going strong today. We've got Tom Silva, my inspiration, and the show's general contractor. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, guys. It's nice to be here. Nice well, it's to great here. to have you. And um, you guys have had a real busy year yourselves. I understand you're working on a prefab house now? Next year, we're going to be doing yeah. a prefab house. We're going to build a post and beam panelized building. And it's going to be state-of-the-art, a lot of green, super insulation. Uh, we're going to build it in a factory up in New Hampshire. And we're going to truck it down to Massachusetts. And we're going to put it on a foundation. After we take the house that's on our existing foundation, we're going to have to remove that foundation, put the new foundation in. Mm -hmm. But we're going to take the house that's there and we're going to donate it to some charity. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. If, you it's, a if it's a prefabricated house, why do they still need you? Well, because... <laughs> Because they're going to take it apart, and I have to put it back together. So it, it's prefab, but then becomes panelized. Okay. So they're going to put the pieces together, take the pieces apart. Are you apart. assisting in the build in the factory setting? We're all going to be there, uh, do some of the building. I'm going to uh, handle all the site work and then all of the incidental work, which is basically siding, roofing, mm -hmm. window uh, trim, and all that kind of stuff on site, interior tile work. So it's not really a prefab where you get it on site and everything's complete. Right. right? It's more of a panelized system right. where a lot of the... Uh, integrated systems inside are in the wiring and a lot of the plumbing, but all the connections have to be made. The toilets have to be set, and that kind of stuff. So you know, actually, I the, one of, some of the first homes I've ever constructed were panelized homes, and they used to come on a truck. Yeah, it was a very unique truck because the the cab of the truck would like turn into a, a crane. Yeah, mm -hmm. and lift them off the truck, and then you drop them on, and people would say, "Well, how can that house be built as well as one that's stick built?" But if it's in a factory, you're controlling all of those conditions. You control the environment. You don't have to worry about expansion and contraction. You don't have to worry about rainy days. The other thing is, is when you build a house, a good house that's built in a factory, is built differently because they have to build it to be able to handle the road conditions. So there's a lot of adhesives that wouldn't be used in the fields, like the wall construction is adhesive, along with the subfloors, and even in some cases the roof panels. Right. Right. We right. got a question on the show not so long ago, but a young lady who was looking at a modular prefab home, and she was saying that the drywall was glued in place. And you know, yes. what was the technology behind this adhesive? Now, so there's no fasteners. When uh, you they this still thing? fasten it, but they don't. With adhesive, they, when you're when you're installing like a drywall on a wall, right. you, When we install adhesive on a wall, because we used to do a lot of work for the government and MIT and stuff like that, and they used to do all these tests. And we used to string it, so it would stick it to the wet 
glue, pull it back, count to ten, and the strings of the glue right. would let it dry. Then you push it back on, and it would set up quicker, but it'd also be stronger. But so by gluing it to the wall and gluing the sheathing to the exterior, you've got a monolithic wall that can handle the bumps and bruises of the, of the highway. But think right. of what it does to the wind load mm-hmm. under windy conditions. You've got a real stiff wall that doesn't vibrate under windy conditions. So it's a great way to build, absolutely. We're talking to Tom Silva, the general contractor for this old house. Uh, Tom, before we let you go, uh, folks out there that maybe are doing some remodeling projects that are on their own and they need to uh, find a good general contractor, are you available? I'm available. Yeah, I'm, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm out about two and a half years, but I'm available. <laughs> You're going to wait. But seriously, a couple of tips to help find a good pro? You know, uh, there's, it depends on the type of project that you're going to do. There's a renovation projects, remodeling projects, and custom home building. I mean, you want to buy, you want to find someone that specializes in their field. Mm-hmm. And word of mouth is very important. Uh, you know, ask somebody. Once you've you found somebody and they give a couple of references, don't forget to follow up on their Check, Check them out. Tom Silver yeah. from This Old House, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit Broadcasting from the 2008 International Builder Show in Orlando, Florida. That's right. We want to send out a special thank you again to our friends at Owens Corning who made this broadcast possible. Learn all about their great products at owenscorning.com. And for more information on this show and the many new products innovation we've learned about today, go to moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.